0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops if we're stopping to get gas.
1: This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs.
2: And this is the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we were joined by gaming expert Jonathan Bills, who was telling us uh, about a new pair of uh, shoes that cost £80, made by the good people at Puma, that are specifically for gamers.
1: Marvellous. Was it
2: the emperor's new clothes, or is there a market for these? We'll find out. No, yeah, we shall. Um, the moose joined us live from uh, Doha. He had been camel riding. You'll hear what happened when he boarded a camel. And you'll hear from the camel. He was the
1: the camel. A June ride as He well. was. Uh, we, we had a chat, of course. We and, did. And uh, we, d- we cover one of our favourite events, the World Pie Championships. Tremendous. The World Pie Eating. So you uh, might uh, talk, lads, yeah, do you mind not talking, lads, while we're I, doing
2: any Fear, we're trying to do a thing here. It's great you two are having a chat. You can't hear it on the mic. Oh, can't you well you can now you've had a conversation yeah, we can hear it oh we can hear them we're professionals well, I don't know about that anyway um, and we had a chat as well and here is uh, this afternoon's podcast <laughs>
1: Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And uh, yeah, I had a, quite a strange night last night. I had a, Did you really? Well, I started off. It was basically I started off watching the Club World Cup. Oh yeah, semifinal. yeah. semi I was with you on that one. Yeah, yeah. Then I went to a party in the uh, really? in my block. Yeah, in, in it met, on your block. You live in, in the blo- hood. Yeah. Do you have a block party? It was a block party. It was. Oh, what's, what's <laughs> Me, it really? Jennifer Lopez and Ken from Brentford. <laughs> it's the, that's an
2: interesting, yeah. <laughs> Don't be
1: fooled by the rocks that she's got. It was very interesting. We are having a chat about Brentford's new stadium. He's the commercial director. He's a very yeah. interesting man. done a lot of stadium work, like involved with the London Stadium and various stadiums yeah, yeah. around the world. He's been doing it all his life. It's fascinating. And uh, and then my wife was standing next to me. We were having a lot of football chat. And we were talking about Brentford and whether they want to get, how quickly they want to get in the Premier League and mm. the way they find players and sell players and all this football, football, football chat. Yeah, yeah. And suddenly my wife was sort of asked about the sort of social side of it because they're building 900 flats. Yeah. Of course, when you put 900 homes, though they're affordable, when you put 900 homes into an area, mm-hmm. it's already quite strained traffic-wise, schools-wise, yeah, hospital-wise. Yeah. That's a big factor. and yeah, it's, I won't go into it now, but it, it's amazing. They're a brilliant club, the way they've sort of taken all that on board. So is it, it, because
2: it's quite, you know, it's a fairly, that sort of area of London, you could probably get quite a lot of money for property, so is it, some of it's it's affordable
1: or is it all affordable? Most of it's reasonable. Okay. Um, Is that a category? Well. Reasonable housing? You know what I mean, it's not. It's not ridiculous, but yeah. there's a lot of affordable housing. Okay, as well. well that's good. Well done. So, yeah, then. no, no, it's, it's it's good stuff. Anyway, so I went back to uh, I went back to the game, and uh, it was quite interesting. The work. Funis Morre, for example. It's his brother, isn't he? I, I mean, know. Yeah. I couldn't believe it when he scored. I thought. I didn't think he was a striker. He used to play centre-half. <laughs> He's what reinvented himself. What a himself. great conversion. Blimey, they look alike, don't they? I mean, yeah, yeah, there are yeah. Some well, twins. They're twins, yeah. No, yeah. there are some twins no, that that's are, true. you know, like Eric. They're definitely in the Eric and Alec Bedza. They and, are identical twins. I don't know if they both twins. wear check suits. They <laughs> yeah, do. Both dressed the same, that's true, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. And uh, FIFA, they do love a big lanyard, don't they? Do you know oh, what yeah. I mean? It's, like it's getting bigger and bigger. It's like a piece of body armour. What's the idea of that? It's so huge. Do you, do you notice that from the World Cup? Because well, yeah, we had to have evening. they were quite I think big, got
2: bigger, yeah, quite big generic ones, and then you yeah. have to have a second one as well oh, for yeah, the stadium. second top so one. That's weird. Right. They like, like a tabard as well. Oh, they have a tabard. If you go and watch training, or you go, mm. or you, obviously the snappers, the photographers, yeah. they they do have to hand out a FIFA I a moose tabard. in
1: Rio in his tabard,
2: and they're really quite they're quite overzealous about getting them back because mm. I've got a, you know I thought FIFA tabard, I'll have that away, mm. but they were not having it. They would they counted them out and they counted them in as well. They were not have it. I'm FIFA tabard. Hello, FIFA tabard here yeah <laughs>
1: anyway one thing I did notice and this is I cannot believe this oh yeah if you were starting to that your to...
2: catchphrase from no. now on I, <laughs> I think someone may have beaten you to it
1: if you were starting to build a set of stadia yeah for a nice. World
2: Cup I see you've been hanging around with people in the stadium business I have using the jargon now aren't you I, well I did mention this using to the my new friend Ken last yeah, night
1: that's it if you had a chance to design stadium, what on earth would you put such a huge perimeter? The fans were miles from the action. Behind the goal, it was like another pitch. What is the idea of I know. that? That seemed very Absolutely strange. Absolutely weird. I didn't understand. You know, why not do it? You know, like Spurs, everyone's quite near the pitch, aren't they? In this, Oh, yeah, stadium? yeah, yeah. We're yeah, right on know, top of it, really. Because for atmosphere. So that's not a good thing. So we've already got a World Cup in a place that's got no football tradition in stadiums that will have no atmosphere. Hmm. I, I find that's a bit depressing, really. I don't know who, whose idea it was, who thought this would be a good thing, but I don't know what the other stadiums are like, but that one I thought was very depressing. It
2: would be a very odd way to... to design stadiums now wouldn't it? it would seem
1: strange everybody's moved away from that Really, I don't get it um, maybe they're going to use it for something else I don't, I don't know co-commentator last night Stephen Warner he did say this I had to put back he, he went he was talking about Sanchez the uh, defender for Monterrey he went he's used all his experience Sanchez age 53 years old I think blimey he's older than Stanley Matthews <laughs> <laughs> he said he was 52 he can't be 53
2: did you watch any of the Classico I uh, I just caught the highlights about 10 no. minutes of the highlights oh,
1: you can't find it. You yeah, know, it wasn't was much there, of a game well, really from what I could pay, I didn't
2: want to pay extra really. Messi missed what by his standards was a sitter, did you see that? He kind of scuffed one, went in mm. on goal.
1: Yeah. yeah, well you know he does, he, he's not infallible. No. But uh, it, it, I won't, I'll spare his blushes because you know, I talk about not knowing anything about football but one well-known uh, person who presents on TV oh, yeah. decided to tweet that Messi could never, he put, put the thing of Cristiano Ronaldo and said, Messi could never <sighs> do this and you think, yeah. well so what? He's not. He's not... <laughs> He's five foot three. Well, of course he couldn't do. It. What's <laughs> that right. got to do with anything? His hang time is not talk quite about, as great. Talk about not knowing anything about football. If you try to compare somebody who can head the ball brilliantly like that to Messi, and yeah, say, well, I, I think so you could probably, f- I mean, Messi. I don't know who
2: you're talking about, but you could probably find a few uh, a few goals that Messi scored, and say, well, probably Cristiano couldn't do Absolutely that. Absolutely
1: ridiculous, really. But there you go. They're both brilliant
2: that, in their own way.
1: It is interesting that uh, it's good for Arteta because he's got pep's analysis of Arsenal from last week which I imagine would be quite useful because it would be sort of saying well now I know what's completely and utterly wrong with this team because Pep's exposed it so he's got something to work with
2: apparently he said his goodbyes to the the squad uh, Mm. earlier on today and they were supposed to have a press conference this afternoon but that's been uh, postponed and Mm. I imagine tomorrow they'll have the official unveiling or maybe even later on today I don't know probably tomorrow you would think now that Mm. that will be confirmed and I think Ancelotti will be confirmed today or tomorrow as
1: well and then I think they're both going to be in in the Stands, yeah, set, I though. think so. Yeah, yeah. so uh, where's well, well, the talk
2: sport game, by the way. That one, uh, the uh, the Everton Arsenal game at the weekend is It'd be interesting nice. to see. I out of the two sport. of them,
1: who does better? I eh? will judge it in a year's time and see where they yeah. are. It'd be fascinating. It, listening to the Queen there in Amelia's uh, bulletin. Oh yeah, she sounds less posh than she does in the Crown. It's quite amazing. She's definitely less <laughs> posh than she used to be. I reckon. Give her another couple of years, she'd be like Ray Winston <laughs> or Gemma Collins. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Have I a know. bang on that. She'll be saying
2: things like that. Do you think the Queen's got less she posh? She called
1: herself the ER.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the GC. That's true. She could get like to... I've not noticed that, Andy. I'll listen out for that if the Queen has got less, less posh. posh. Yeah, less posh. Yeah, right, over the go. years. But, I mean, with respect, you know, she's mm. not going to get to Ray Winston. She'd have to... She'd have to no, relive. she's a bit of yeah, a Let's that.
1: be honest. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, that's it from the top line. <laughs> ah, OK. So
2: Tap Dancing Terrier says the stadium last night, of course, was built for the World Athletics, hence the huge ah, distance between pitch and fans. Thank you, thank you, very you much. Tap Dancing Terrier. Funnily enough,
1: uh, Ken, my new friend, was telling me, he was telling me the history of stadiums. <laughs> I have really we got into stadiums. I bet your missus great. was loving this conversation,
2: <laughs> glazing over.
1: Yeah, definitely. Malcolm, anyway, moving along. The, um, the The fact is that stadiums, now have to be round oh, yeah. because of one event in Rome in 1960 they decided that they wanted they used to be stadiums used to be sort of oblong you know yeah. so they'd have like a flat side either side yeah. and a round end but now they're round because in 64 they decided to move the triple jump yeah further to the uh, nearer the vip's mm. And it meant that the stadium then had to be round. What well, about that? You know, yeah, I know. It's fascinating. That feature
2: we do, I bet he's fun to have a pint with. <laughs> That's
1: me. Yeah,
2: it's you now, Mr. Stadia. Oh, here he comes. Me. Keep Ken, your head down. Simon Inglis. Keep your head down. It's Mr. Stadia. He's going to come over with his Stadia facts. I don't even like the word Stadia. That's not a good starting point. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Sports. was the World Pie Eating Championships yesterday. And um, there was a shock. There is a new kid in town. We have a new. World mm. champion. Um, here to join us for his annual chat, as always, from Harry's Bar in Wigan, uh, organiser Tony Callan. Good afternoon, Tony. Afternoon, Evo. Yeah, we're good. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, so look, we, 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 there is... Uh, there, you have a new champion. Martin Appleton. Clare is the name we often have to come up with because he, he generally wins, doesn't he? Um, he does,
3: yeah. He's Martin Ableton well, has won it for about seven years. Yeah. yeah. But
2: uh, he was beaten yesterday. Yeah,
3: well, last year, Martin, it was against um, Martin and a guy called Ian Gerrard. Mm. So what I decided to do this year was to have a heavyweight championship with those two right? Uh, in the competition. Just a so head-to-head, yeah? Head-to-head, head, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, we built it as the UEP27 Ultimate Pie Eating, <laughs> um, which was fantastic. So I went and bought some scales from Asda because I had to weigh them in. Right. And uh, Ian came at 24 stone, £4. Pounds. Wow. And Martin came at 21 stone, £5. Pounds. So we've right. got two big lads going head-to-head for this yeah. piloting competition. The
2: thing is, indeed, it's often not the big lads that shine, is it, in the world of competitive eating? I mean, some of the best have been like three stone ring in wet, haven't they, over the years?
3: Yeah, it's just, you know, it's only put the pie in the most. Yesterday I saw a new, new technique. Last year, I used chicken pies, so they went down a lot quicker. Mm. This year, we used meat and potato, oh. and they'd cooled down, so they'd coagulated, oh. and they were trying to get them in, and they were <laughs> mourning like bugger trying to get these pies in. But what these two lads were doing was screwing the pie, pies up in the hands. Mm, that's yeah. The hands are like shuffles, incidentally. And they're screwing them up and putting them into bowls and throwing them in
2: the mouth. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a bit yeah. of a choke hazard, isn't it, with the old spud there, the semi-warm spud?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the spuds, well, they were quite warm initially, but as time progressed, it hmm. cooled down. And what they were moaning at, the pies had gone a little cool, so they were more, much more, more firmer, and they couldn't get the lubrication on the pie oh, to get wow. them down.
1: God. Yeah, but they're such big lads. The pie looks like they're having like a little delicate biscuit or something. So they're in their hands. They look yeah. so small. But Ian, it's like an appetizer, isn't
3: it, for them? Well, yeah, it does look
1: like it. that, like a little canapé. But Ian, uh, there was a very exciting moment in the start of the competition where Ian fumbled the pie, if you'll pardon the expression. Did he really? Yes. And <clears> uh, it looked like he might knock it off the table, which would have, you know, completely done it, but he managed to grab hold of it and, you know, and then stuff it. How in. much spillage do you allow for, pie spillage generally in, well, in it, a
2: tournament? Well,
3: I mean, b- because we're had these two heavyweight contenders. Mm. Um, we, we, I wasn't allowing any spillage. There was a little bit of spillage on his face, which I made him put back in his mouth. Right. Um, because I, we don't want any spillage because it's no. unfair competitive. If if you drop any pie on the floor, it's a yellow card. Drop any more, it's a red card during the competition.
2: Right. Was this a world record? Was a world record beaten uh, yesterday? No.
3: no. I mean, it was terrible, really. Um, Ian did it in 35.4 seconds. We've got 23 seconds as a world record. That's when we had a sloppy pie all year.
2: Yeah. Okay, the sl- yeah, So yeah, what will were you return to next year? Further, yeah. In terms of consistency, have, have you do you feel like the meat and potato was a mistake now, Tony? Will you will you look well, elsewhere? It next
3: always year? used to be the regulatory pie. We always used to use a meat and
2: potato. Mm.
4: We've
3: had steak, we did vegetarian it didn't go well with vegetarian <laughs> pie. No, um so, uh, I don't know what we'll use next year. We'll think of something. If we've got to keep them on the toes, you know, I don't want to put the same pie in every year.
2: I might get a pie from out of town. Can't you go vegan? Go vegan hmm. next year. Well, we might just very well go vegan. Yeah. Who knows? That would be great. Get a new
1: crowd in. Yeah. Ian, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I read a quote from Ian, actually. Yeah. He said that he's. said he said to him, what training did you do? He said, well, not a lot. I had, I had breakfast on the way here or lunch or something, he, he ate before the competition, which is quite an interesting approach. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. What did he have for breakfast? Did he have a big breakfast or,
2: or not?
3: I don't know what he had, I mean, you know, I'm sure the lad could have put half a dozen pies away with no problem at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no doubt about it. Yeah.
2: What sort of turnout did you get, Tony, yesterday at Harry's bar?
3: Well, fantastic. We, we had about 33 entering the, the, the competition. Um, we had about three ladies in the competition as well. Oh, we had one lady turn up, yeah. and she had a babe. Uh, a, a baby, a baby, um, Fastened mm. on the front of him in a baby carrier. Right, As you try and enter the competition eating the pie at the side of the baby. <laughs> you <just win>.
0: um,
3: <laughs> but you never know who's going to turn up, wow. where they're from, or anything. We've had them from Australia, we've had them from America. It's just fantastic, you brilliant. Know, the spirit of pie eating
2: is it's, it's it's the future.
1: Fantastic. Is Harry's Bar a branch of the same people that got one in Venice? I
2: don't think so. I'm I guessing think. not, Tony. No, <laughs> when I opened Harry's Bar, I did mm.
3: copy the name in the one in Venice. Oh, right. uh, but it's a little bit different to the one in Venice.
1: Yeah. yeah. they have a pasta eating competition yeah I bet they good, do yeah, or oh, yeah.
3: do they no I didn't, I didn't <laughs> perhaps we need to take the pie eating competition to them we'll have the pasta eating that's company. a good idea
2: yeah. it might be nice one year to get like the, 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 the royalty of competitive eating over from America the Coney Island crowd like oh, yeah. Joey Chestnut and Joey. Sonia the Black Widow Thomas the, oh, they'd be the, tremendous. Come, imagine them coming over to Wigan for the pie eating that would be That'd good be fantastic. I think.
3: Yeah. absolutely fantastic you know the more than welcome to come and join us the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from talk sport
0: roundabout season two presented by nissan is live now and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way we're talking rest stops if we're stopping to get gas Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
3: Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want salon perfect nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah. Me too. With the Alvin June Manny System, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours, and love your nails more than ever. I would know; I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny System with code Perfect Manny 20 at AlvinJune.com/PerfectManny20. That's Perfect Manny 20 at AlvinJune.com/PerfectManny20.
1: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Now listening to the Her Majesty the Queen there in the yeah. uh, break. I, I don't know if you, if I ever said this to you, but I went to watch Windsor FC play a game, and she was uh, sat behind me, so I could hear everything she was saying. And she was, "Come and have a go if you think you're hard enough." She sings, her, sings all ones. the songs. Does you're she? not singing anymore. That was a big one. She part. wasn't at
2: like the she wasn't up like the Windsor <laughs> Ra- Raider, was she? Saying, <laughs> "One's got no fans or whatever. She <laughs>
1: wasn't do any, all that She's sort of all stuff that, thing, Yeah. yeah. No, it didn't happen. Didn't happen. No, no, I did not think no, really, it did. No. Yeah. What, what a shame! Um, see, Mezuz has been removed from the Chinese version of Pro Evo. Yeah, they don't mess about, no, do they? It's when pathetic. they try they a wonderfully liberal society. Sponged you from history.
2: Apparently, their feelings have been hurt. Okay, well, you <laughs> yeah. know, we won't be able to pick up TalkSport on the app. Suddenly, one till
1: four will go dead on the TalkSport app. Don't think it's that big in, anyway. In China. <laughs> in China, yes, it's unlikely, really. I'm uh, also because it's the time for giving this uh, time of year. A charity. Well, it a little... From
2: you, it's the time for regifting, of Ooh, course, well, as you that's often my tell my us. Wife, in fact, oh, okay. And
1: I'm quite generous with my gifts. I <laughs> think <that> you'll find. <laughs> okay. And uh, I'm I'm starting though, I'm starting a just giving page for a Stoke owner Denise Coates. If yeah. I'm, honestly, I don't know how she's going to. I'm really worried about her at Christmas. Have you ever? That is a lot of money. 327 million, wasn't well, it? Know, like she's she's good at what she does. Clearly, yeah, well, I'm not de- I'm not denying that. Yeah. Tremendous. Yeah, yeah. And the Leaning Tower of Pisa. I suppose when you've got that mm.
2: much money and you yeah, own a football I club, in. and it just it just struck mm. me that the Stoke fans will be saying, I mean, they do, you know, they've spent a lot of money, but yeah. it comes this week when uh, the manager FFP,
1: they can't, you know, I'm sure Denise, right. if she could, would spend more money on the team. Why yeah. not? You know if you yeah. earn 327 million a year, you can afford to drop. But they've been you know,
2: told the manager, Michael O'Neill, has been told to, to actually shed some players, get some players well, off it's the all, wage bill because all they to do are, with, I mean, yeah, that's they're, the problem. They're still, right it. in the clots at the bottom of the table, aren't they? They're, that's they're right, st- they've right. had a couple of wins, but then a couple of defeats after they've not really moved. No, no, what, it's going di- to be difficult,
1: bottom. no question. Anyway, the leaning tower of Pisa, oh, yeah, I was reading about it today. The lean is being corrected, which oh, surely that would kill it stone dead as a tourist attraction. It's not a good idea, is it? It's a really bad idea, get some
2: builders in just. A yeah. tower. That's that. It was a bit somewhere. like that thing we used to say about murally, wasn't it, back in the day? It was the idea that you get some builders into <laughs> comparison to do,
1: between murally in the Leaning Tower of Pisa?
2: Well, <laughs> well
1: <laughs> on this show. Well, you get
2: some builders in to do just a yeah. bit of painting. You yeah, know? you get some building just because there's yeah, or a minor repair, a minor yeah. bit of plastering no, work on the Leaning Tower of Pisa. <laughs> and you say, uh, well, while we were there, we put we put a level on it, <laughs> and you know, it was on the it was on the. Yeah, it was right out of whack. It was yeah. out of line. So what we've done, Gov, we've straightened it while we were there. We've sorted it for you. So <laughs> you haven't got it. And we always said about Murally that Murally went yeah. into a hospital for an operation, didn't he? I can't I remember. Think it, was it was on his elbow. Yeah, and and um, no, it wasn't on his elbow, was it? It was on something else. It might have been a knee. And he said, "Well, while you're under, uh, mm. we sorted out that uh, we sorted out the elbow oh, for yeah, you." That's right, yeah. yeah, we sorted out the elbow for you, so you'll be all you right. Can straighten that. it now. You can straighten your arm. Yeah. It's just like any other oh, arm. We fused
1: now. your wrist, so you can't re- rotate yeah, it. <laughs> that's
2: it. Yeah. So we've done everything. No. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. The average Brit is taking 450 selfies a year. I was thinking it's a shame that you don't have to no pay for photos to be developed. Well, certainly if you're in that business.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, years and years ago, Mm. I I was um, when I was at school. I can't remember why I I went along to some event, Mm. and a couple of us were given a lift back by a sort of it was a local. It was. Kids in the sick form and sort of local business people, and the the lo- the guy at the local business had a mm. big photo developing plant. I mean, oh, yeah, a big right? one. And so we were we were taken back in this incredible given a lift back to school, a couple of us mm. in this incredibly flash Jag. Oh yeah. And uh, I just I suddenly thought after that, I imagine the Jag's gone there. Isn't it? I mean, <laughs> he's, I don't know what he's in. Well, he's probably he probably
1: he might have moved on. He might be in seen a D reg
2: Maybe yeah, that's yeah, that's you know, true. Clever isn't it? people but, do that. But don't don't they? just to see. A whole industry that you're involved with mm. and you're very lucrative, and you, you
1: well, that's suddenly to a lot of industries suddenly disappear. Definitely, Francis Rossi, Francis Lake, Francis Rossi, his yeah. Telecaster from Status Quo could fetch up to 150k at auction. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I don't know if it's in the IPL. It's been bought by the <laughs> Chennai <laughs> Super Kings. It could be. Yeah, I'm buying everything. Yeah, that's it. Could well be right. No problem at all. And sometimes, honestly, people who write in newspapers do really sometimes do not have any idea about how anything works so I went okay. to the Daily Star yesterday he was complaining I, t- I, t-
2: I love the fact that every day you, 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 well, I you I expect Now your expectation is that the Daily Star will be a kind of voice of reason <laughs> and giving lots and lots of balanced arguments well they
1: slagged us off about six weeks ago so oh ok
2: fair well enough. fair enough that's only because they know you yeah, go there and know. they know you're going to see it know, they're trying but- to
1: wound you Still You're playing me, their I, game. I, I had one published this week. I still get the odd one published, didn't I? so
2: uh, It's your greatest achievement, it is. isn't it?
1: My, it gives me such a thrill.
2: I've looked, no disrespect to the good people at but I don't think they're massively discerning when it comes to the letters. <laughs> I don't think they have a, a letters editor who well, spends writing, hours ploughing through them. They're not discerning
1: them. because I was writing in about Anton Dubeck. Yeah. And I, I put a typo in it, Anton Dubeck, and they just printed it as Anton Dubeck. It's brilliant, <laughs> yeah, isn't it's it? It's a cut and paste job. I know. Anyway, Willow wrote in. He said, When Graham Norton gets his A list of guests on his shows, does their fees come out of his vastly overpaid salary? <laughs> Thought not. It's out of our license. What chat show host pays for their own guests? That's what we do on this show, actually.
2: Cashes them up at the end. <laughs> so this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Andy Smart comes
1: in. We both do. Ryan blood.
2: Gosling. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, he's got the 50s. Looks <laughs> like he's on a fairground. <laughs> a little greasy 50s. Honestly,
1: how can you th- think that about people? Fascinate me. Yeah,
2: you were good tonight. Have an extra 20. <laughs> it's brilliant. Isn't Kate it? Blanchet. There, yeah, look yeah. after.
1: Go and buy. Have a cup of tea. It's yeah, another 50 for you. <laughs> Licks his thumb and, r- and reels off a little greasy 50. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. And uh, talking of the uh, Daily Star, they've written. They've written this piece about Jeff Stelling. They mm. said uh, Je- the headline is "Jeff Just can Escape." Football presenter Jeff Stelling says fans chanted him during matches asking him the score. Yeah, I get some semi-friendly chanting aimed at me, Sterling, Sterling, what's the score? That's not actually asking him the score, that's just, <laughs> honestly, how can they do that? Surely you know what that goading <laughs> yeah, some, chant is. Sometimes you uh, goading, was it? They chanted him as well, <laughs> yeah, do they? They do.
2: <laughs>
1: yes, you know, it's basically, uh, it's a chant reserved for people, for example, who used to play for your team or and you're winning or somebody who's a famous person that you're playing their team and you're winning so you're beating Hartlepool 2-0 then the fans would shout Sterling, Sterling, what's the score? It's not not really asking him the score like he's still doing Soccer Saturday. I don't know but let's go to Chris Kamara. (laughs) What are you talking about? I don't... you Again, Andy, you've read far <laughs> too much into it, All mate. Right. Something else I hate as well. Go on, then. The best hundred male footballers in the world. and This is in The Guardian. Am I allowed to have a go at them?
2: Well, no, I'm not saying you can, you can have a go at who you like,
1: Thanks. but. Um, I, I find this the most pointless. And it's such an exercise you've in the thing about top tens, top hundreds, top. Why, no what's point? What point? Tell me, where is. Paul Pogba is 55. Yeah. He's right? it's it's wearing well. Yeah. Whereas Erling Braut Haaland is fifty-three, yeah. So how are you? How are you basing that? You can't compare the two players. One's a young player coming through, who's scoring a few goals, isn't it? and the other blokes a very established midfielder who hasn't played since September. So how's he? Do bet- you know what I mean? It's just pointless. You're and saying then, it's arbitrary, are you? Oh, it's so arbitrary. I've been told it isn't, and been told it's, it takes a lot of work, and you have to do. But in the end, it is arbitrary. It's just, you know, it's your opinion, isn't it? Will
2: you come up with your top ten Premier League players of all time mm-hmm. for me? before 4 no, o'clock. I end. so won't. <laughs> <laughs> You well, just I, I want them. Talks more Listen, let's compile. Let's get. <laughs> should we compile a pointless list, an arbitrary list?
1: What should we do? It's same the top- thing. Is that the best header that you've ever seen anyone do on the back of Cristiano Ronaldo? And then people going, "Oh yes, I remember when Davis too. Who cares?" It's a pointless <laughs> argument. Oh, you pulled that one out of nowhere, didn't you? Well, Win yeah, Davis. Well, well, somebody old was listening. Yeah, of course in. they were. That's it. woken a few people <laughs> up from there. Moved them away from the light. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from. Talk Sport
2: Now, how often have you sat there with a half-eaten pizza in front of you playing Fortnite yeah. and thought, this footwear's not right I'm slipping in a slide I need some kind of active gaming footwear <laughs> specially made for yes. this <laughs> Really, high-tech space age mm. uh, ankle sock type uh, booty mm. Well, if you have, um, the good news is the good people at Puma agree with you and they have come up uh, for 80 quid with active gaming footwear. Uh, Let's just see what they say about it. Created with console gamers in mind, the Gaming Sock is the first edition active gaming footwear designed for indoor and in-arena use. It delivers seamless comfort, support and grip, so gamers can adapt to different uh, active gaming modes and game their best. Really. Who's out there singing the King is in the All Together?
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: Jonathan Beals is a gaming expert. Um, see if
1: they sell any of these things.
2: Well, I'm sure they will. He joins us now. Good afternoon, Jonathan. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, Andy. Have you been crying out for, has the industry been crying out for a specialist gaming shoe? Do you know what? No. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Jonathan, no. Okay. (laughs) So, so yeah, were you surprised by this then?
4: Very, very much so. I have to say, I mean... This is, I mean, some, some of the internet, some of the news stories coming out were describing them as gaming socks. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so they are a type of sock. It's a cross between uh, a slipper, a sock, and a trainer. Yeah. And you do have the three modes. You have the, uh, the medial wrap-up grip, hmm. which is the seek mode. Oh, yeah. You have an attack mode. And then you have a kind of heel wrap-up stability, which is a cruise and defensive mode. Of course, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, if you're playing football, if you're playing FIFA, you Mm. might need that. You just want to, you know, just be back on your heels and go into defensive mode. Yeah, Yeah. but um, you know, I'm thinking, Andy. You know, if you, if you, I know you have, you've mentioned your aspirations to be a Fortnite professional. I'm Not sure if the sock is actually going to be. Will, I mean, it might help you. Who knows? Who knows? You know, be, best
2: foot forward. They really must feel. Really? They must feel there's a market for these, though. They wouldn't have. They wouldn't have created them otherwise. There must. Have, there must have been a, a. You know, somebody sent them. This would be a good idea. Or, or top gamers, maybe those playing in the arena, saying we could do with something like well, I'm this. I'm
1: sure
4: those Berks H and J will talk about it. Oh yeah, they'll, <laughs>
2: they'll give. We'll give it five minutes of airtime. Certainly.
4: <laughs> I don't wish to be cynical. Yeah. But, uh, this is great marketing, and I think sometimes you can create a product mm. to essentially sell something which you can already have so for example, in the food industry you can have you can buy a smoothie machine, which is the same as a blender or a liquidizer, because all you're doing is is blending up fruit mm. <laughs> and, That's true. and it, so, it, so it essentially does the same thing now, the sock i mean this might i mean I was disappointed because I was hoping there'd be some kind of some LED lights on it, which okay. I think might be quite good. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe you could kind of Bluetooth the the uh, the, the lights to the controller or or to the console. But this isn't the first time that we've had things, accessories, peripherals, apparel, clothing, you know, which are are intended to boost your performance. Because this is what it is: the gaming socks are intended to boost your performance. So in the past, we've had gaming gloves. Yes. Which apparently, you put these on and you're going to be a much better gamer because you've got oh. the gloves on. Mm.
1: I've, I've actually played fruit blending for the PS4. It's very good. Is it a good game? And I've seen you play eSports, John. You normally wear hobnail boots.
2: Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> which just slows him down a bit. The, the head of uh, digital marketing for Puma... Uh he said obviously puma's heritage is as a sports brand, but it's painfully obvious yeah. to mm. us that our customer uh sorry our consumer makes very little distinction between athletes in stick and ball sports and esports athletes so uh they're saying, saying there's no line between us anymore
4: none whatsoever i mean yes yeah, st- stick and ball sports oh. which i'm I'm guessing are, are traditional sports yeah. esports, two very very different things, yeah. Hmm. I don't think, you know, I mean, it's like if you did wear, again, I don't wish to be cynical, but if you did wear the gaming socks... Hmm. Would it make you a better gamer? Like if, if if Ronaldo, I mean, if you've seen the 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 goal Ronaldo got yesterday, yeah. he leapt in the air, he hung in the air. Now I'm I'm wondering, I'm guessing, I haven't checked the photo of that closely, that he wasn't actually wearing the gaming socks for those. do think so. In, in yeah, that particular head, I'm not No, it'd be interesting um, if, you,
1: if you wore the gaming socks. I think if you wore the gaming socks for a stick and ball game like cricket, say Joffrey Archer's coming in like a nice yorker on your toes. Yeah,
2: that's <laughs> it. I think they'd be great for that. Really, you want you want a decent toe cap. I would imagine. Uh, I think you do, hmm.
4: yeah. I think you do need to have. Uh, you know, I mean, these are essentially for indoor because they're not really socks. You know, they, they they have a, a kind of rubber sole, yeah. and, and they have this kind of um, a 3D knit for a sock, for a socked fit. Yeah. So you don't need a sock. You just you know your your feet essentially go straight into them, hmm. and you don't need you don't need anything else. But again, it's 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 something which is meant to enhance your gameplay. I mean, you've had. I mean, you, you get gaming chairs now. So essentially, yeah. well, they say like this. A, this hmm. they
2: say these shoes. Well, they they've said that, Jonathan. They said these were developed out of research for a Puma play seat on which video game players can sit. So it, it's a kind of companion for for a seat that they've come up with as well.
4: Yeah, I'm thinking of I'm thinking about designing the uh, the gaming slippers. Oh yeah, which would be which would be a kind of like a halfway house type thing. But gaming seats have been very popular and have been around for what four or five years again whether they increase your performance it's debatable but they, but they do look very nice they are very comfortable mm. but it's, it's like a sort of custom office chair really
1: yeah what are um, about gaming but- pyjamas so you never have to get out of bed yeah, that's
2: not a bad
4: idea. Well, that is true. I mean, it's, it's not great for the obesity crisis. No. And then if you, I mean, if and if, if you factor in the fact that you know you can get food delivered to your door, mm. you know, to to kind of top up the half-eaten pizza you mentioned at, yeah. uh, at the start, <laughs> um, you know, not not great for the waistline. But the one thing which which will which has been proven to in, enhance your gaming are custom controllers, whereby. These custom controllers, which you play your game on, they have um, kind of extra grip uh, on, on on the directions, and the actual and the actual buttons on the controller they're actually shortened. So the actual distance in time, or sorry, the, the, yeah, the distance in time for when you click on the button, something happening on the screen is yeah. lessened. But the thing is. All all, all the professional players use them, so everybody has pretty much got the same Mm. kind of even advantage. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. So there we are. That was this
2: afternoon show. The producer and the assistant producer have stopped having a chat now. (laughs) I think it was something that happened in neighbours they wanted to discuss. (laughs) Anyway, we'll see you tomorrow, and uh, we'll have the clips of the week and a whole lot more besides. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport.